Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Welcome inside the Radio Octagon. This is Saskatchewan's number one sports talk show, The Sports Cage, on 620 CKRM. And a good Friday afternoon, Saskatchewan. This is Brendan McGuire and Ryan McNally taking you through the Friday edition of the Sports Cage for Nelson Homes, supplying home packages and RTMs for over 65 years. Ahead on this edition of the program, uh, we will talk to a fellow by the name of Ron Snyder, who's the author of The Baltimore Stallions, The Brief Brilliant History of the CFL Champion Franchise. Some of you might remember they crashed the very first ever Grey Cup party here in Regina. We will speak with John of Three Down Nation about Brendan's American expansion fantasy and a few other things. Chase the Ace with the Saskatchewan Rough Rider Foundation. Uh, Ryan Schweitzer, who does some work covering the Swift Current Broncos, will join us, help tee up the weekend uh, between the Pats and the Broncos tonight at the Brant Center, 6.30 pregame show, 7 o'clock on 6.20 CKRM. And you, sorry, you're going to say something? Or you're just no, nodding in agreement? Just nodding okay. in agreement. Good. And the senior hockey report with Barney Shinkruck, uh, still ahead on this Friday edition of the Sports Cage. But first off the bat, we want to go out to the Western Pizza Hotline and give a congratulatory welcome to Delisle's own Sherry Anderson, who will be one of four from her team inducted into the Canadian Curling Hall of Fame at a special presentation at the Scotty, sorry, at the at the Briar in Regina uh, next month in March, where we will be broadcasting live. Sherry, welcome to the program. And uh, what was your first reaction when you found out about the induction? Well, it was uh, basically honored. I mean, it's always nice to be recognized for your achievements, and uh, we're excited about it. So, yeah, that was my first thought. Was well, that's kind of cool. When did you first fall in love with the sport? Oh, many decades ago, uh, I was about eight, eight years old when I started curling. So it's been a long time and uh, had a little two sheet natural ice rink in Northside where I grew up. And that's what we did. Uh, Sorry, you said Northside. That's where you're from? Northside, Christopher Lake. Yeah, it's all kind of in the same place. Gotcha. Okay, very good. Um, were you surprised when you got the call? Uh, was this something that you had not expected? Um, yeah. Yeah, I was a little surprised. Uh, I mean, that's the curling, the Canadian Curling Hall of Fame. Um, I, I mean, I was surprised, but not totally, I guess, when you think about it. I mean, we've accomplished quite a bit with our senior team and uh, did some things that not too, not too many others, if any, have done in, in, uh, in the curling world. So I guess if I think about it, it, it wasn't a total surprise, but um, you're still, still a bit surprised when it happens. Sherry, Ryan here. Um, five straight uh, senior women's titles uh, had it not been for 2020, very likely could have been six. Uh, 
when people say that, how does that sound to you? Uh, you know, the, the five street uh, titles, uh, does it, does it seem real? No, actually it, it doesn't really seem real. I mean, uh, when you've played your whole life competitively and, and tried to get to represent Canada on the world stage, um, you know, it, it's it was a goal of mine from when when I was very young. So to get there, and then having done it, even looking back now in the last few years, and saying, "Well, geez, that's quite an accomplishment," but it still doesn't it still doesn't seem quite real to me. I mean, it's just doing what we all like to do and uh, what we love to do in the sport. So it didn't ever seem like pressure or, or a job or any of that it's just been fun and a, a great ride so uh, yeah our guest on the western pizza hotline the newest inductee into the canadian curling hall of fame sherry anderson originally from delisle saskatchewan uh, perfect pizza with a generous amount of toppings plus greek food like sablaki ribs salads all the goodness you can't make at home call western pizza today were you originally born in delisle when i when i look it up that's where it says you were from originally no, actually, I grew up at uh, Northside or Christopher Lake area, okay. north of Prince Albert, is where I lived and uh, grew up there. L- fell in love with the sport. Um, <clears throat> anytime uh, the Americans talk about curling, I remember uh, one night, I think it was David Letterman had somebody on who had been doing uh, broadcasts for CBS at the Nagano Olympics in 98. And they said, let's show some footage of curling. And they had somebody with the big corn broom and they're all laughing. And we know that curling hasn't looked like that in forever. W- what is the biggest change you think today in the sport from when you first started? Oh, goodness. I I don't think I could nail it down, narrow it down to one thing. I I mean, the equipment's gotten so much better. The ice conditions have gotten so much better. Um, You know, if you take the top curlers in the world right now and they had to play on conditions that we played on 30 years ago, uh, it would be a different it would be a little different look, you know. I mean, we the top teams make it look so easy on television, and, and then you get a beginner that goes out there, and and they can't begin to duplicate what they see on television because uh, it's just it takes a lot of work at it, right? A long, a long time to perfect that. But I think the combination of the rocks, the conditions of the ice. And the rule changes. I mean, there's been a lot of rule changes over the years, like any sport, where they try to perfect and get, you know, when things change in the sport, when the conditions do change, then they have to up, upgrade the uh, the rules. And, I mean, it's, I think it's a marvelous thing, uh, the rule changes that we've had over the years to keep people and players interested um, and and the fans. So. Sherry, it's a bit like golf, isn't it, when you talk about curling? Because everywhere you go, it seems like it's a different uh, surface you're playing on and, you know, at times almost a different sport. Well, exactly. And, and you know, we we talk about, you talk about homers, right? It's no different than a golf course if that's your that's your course. You get used to that, but maybe you're not a very good player on different conditions out at another golf course that maybe the greens are faster or slower or, you know, more break, whatever. Uh, Curling is very much the same, but, you know, the top teams 
all you have to do is look around and everybody's playing um, all over the world, right? You've got the European teams coming and the Asian teams coming over to Canada and they're playing in the slam events. Now, having said that, usually the slam events are very consistent as far as the rocks and the ice. So it's not back in our day where, oh, maybe it fell over on the, on the one side of the sheet. It fell to the boards and you had to play negative ice or, or throw the wrong turn and, you know, things like that. But that's long gone now. Uh, so often, those of us who follow curling casually, we always think of team this or team that, and we think of the skip and, and the name on the team. And it's easy to downplay the contributions of the other members of the team. Uh, on your team that's going in the hall with you, Patty uh, Hersakorn, Brenda Gertson, and Anita Silbernagel, what can you tell us about their contributions to this? Well, I mean, it, it's it's a team sport you you have to all perform and and play at your best to win anything um so you know we did that pretty well together over the years we, there was a lot of times that we weren't in real good shape either in our provincials or at the canadian finals where we were three and four down and we came back and and ended up winning the event so you know that shows a lot of grit and uh, determination to to be back on the podium and and there was several times in fact more times than not that where we were we were not looking good and and you know a shot away from elimination so like i said team sport and we all uh we all kind of came together and and did what we had to do in those moments so that that shows a good team Chatting with uh, Sherry Anderson here on the Western Pizza Hotline. Um, in this sport, we know that to throw the amount of rocks that you need to throw to compete at that high of a level, you have to spend a lot of hours in, like you said, cold rinks in Northside with double ice or, or four ice or wherever it may be. Um, so often we glorify and hear the story of the NBA star and everything they had to put in or Tiger Woods about hitting a thousand balls, his hand bleeding, and then having to hit another thousand balls. Um, you have to go through a lot of the same stuff, but you don't necessarily get the financial return or glory that those guys get. Do you feel like the curler is the unsung hero of Canadian sports? Well, sure. I, I mean, we're not we're not a professional sport um, with without the help of sponsors and sponsorship for most all of the teams. Uh, a lot of people wouldn't be able to play it. Uh, you know, you're taking a lot of time off work, and most of most of the curlers in Canada uh, are still your average Joe that has a job and and has to go to work on Monday. So you're taking time all your holidays for for curling, um, and the payback. You know, it's gotten a little better with the slam events and the top teams, but even then. Even if they won fifty thousand dollars in a slam event, that's split at least four or five ways. Uh, you've got all your expenses out of that, so it's not like they're walking away with thousands of dollars in their pocket. Um, it would be nice to see it change and become more of a professional sport, so people could make a living at it. 
you know, some of the very top teams in Canada, I guess, are maybe making a bit of a living off it, but not not a lot that they can retire on. Um, and it is physically a grueling sport. It's, it takes a toll on your body. Uh, it's very kind of a lopsided deliveries are not always conducive to good knees and good backs and and the sweeping prowess now of all the top curlers it's hard on their shoulders and arms and stuff so it would be nice to see some bigger payouts um people that enjoy watching curling absolutely love it and the reason being i think is you get to hear and see the players and you hear exactly what they're thinking. You see them face to face. There's no face mask or, you know, like a football player. They become sort of like they know you, right? They walk up on the street and, hi, Sherry, you don't know me, but I know you from curling because they've seen my face over the years a lot and there's nothing obstructing it and they hear my thoughts on you know, the game or my frustration with the game or whatever it is. So it's a very marketable sport in my mind for spectators. And it, it's too bad that it hasn't kind of become that professional sport like a, like some of the other ones. Sherry, uh, I got to ask about the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts. It starts tonight uh, with Team Saskatchewan, the Skylar Ackerman rink, which uh, I'm sure is a team that you've played a time or two. Uh, are you going to be watching the action? Oh, always. I always do. Um, yes, I'll be particularly watching Skylar in their rink, but uh, I always enjoy the good play of everybody. And uh, I think it's personally, if I was to pick a winner, um, go Saskatchewan, but I think theoretically with their first time going, um, they're going to have a tough time cracking into that top four or five teams. Uh, Rachel Homan's team has played so well this year. Um, they've had only a handful of losses throughout the season. I think they're going to be hard to beat, but I mean, it is a game played on ice, so there's no definite there, but um, you take Jennifer Jones and Carrie Anderson and Rachel Holman, I think are going to be the top three picks for pretty much anybody that's going to watch it. So it'll, it should be a good battle between some of the top ones for sure. You finished with a silver in 2002. Uh, would you trade anything for a Scotty's championship? Well... Yes and no. I mean, life is what life is, right? There's no turning back, unfortunately, but uh, I can't be too upset with my career in curling over the years. I've I've played with a lot of great teammates and uh, played in a lot of big games, and fortunately, I've had the chance to represent Canada four times at the world stage now in the seniors, and I know it's seniors and it's not the, the Scotties and the Briar, but... Uh, it's still rewarding and uh, still a chance to represent Canada. So I don't think I'd changed too much over the years. I just had one that jumped in my mind before we let you go, Sherry. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask, who's the greatest curler you ever faced? The greatest curler I ever faced? Well, I'd have to say two of the Joneses. I'm going to take two people. <laughs> They're both You're allowed. Have, both have a last name of Jones. Um, Colleen Jones, because of her mental um, 
strength out there. Uh, just mentally was really strong. Strategically, I didn't always agree, but mentally she was one of the strongest I ever curled against. And Jennifer Jones, uh, I got to say, is the GOAT right now. She has such a passion and such a desire to play and play well and and just loves the game and that's kind of how I've always been so I I would say those two are probably the two best now as far as technical and the ability and the strengths you got to throw in Rachel Holman there she's unbelievably uh, strong player a a good thinker of the game and uh, a competitor so She'd be right up there as well. High praise from a Hall of Famer. Uh, thanks for doing this, Sherry. Congratulations. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on your big day uh, here in Regina during the Briar next month. Thanks very much, guys. That is Northside Saskatchewan's Sherry Anderson joining us here on the program. Coming up, we will talk CFL. You're listening to the Sports Cage on Rider Radio, 620 CKR.